everyone, and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. This is your host, Savannah Kiefer, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the February episode of my podcast. I previously mentioned that I was going to be talking about Star Wars books on this show, but we've had a little bit of change of schedule because this week we have gotten a lot of news regarding Star Wars Celebration, which is in Orlando this April. So my co-host Brian and I are going to chat about this a little bit. You might remember Brian from my December episode where we discussed Rogue One. And today we're just going to talk about all things Star Wars uh, news related and mostly Star Wars Celebration. So welcome back to the show, Brian. Yes, thank you. I have returned. He has returned. And like I mentioned in the December episode, Brian will be a reoccurring co-host every other month on my show because there's just so much to talk about and we have to dive into it. And Brian is the perfect person to do that with. So (laughs) we're going to jump right in. Um, A little bit ago, we got a little teaser image from one of the directors of the Han Solo standalone movie, and it was of a clapboard on set. And you could see at the bottom of the clapboard that the working title for the film is called Red Solo Cup. And I immediately <laughs> thought this was hilarious. And I, I was at work, and I have a lot of coworkers that are really into Star Wars. So I grabbed my phone, and I like took it around everybody's office, and I was like, Dave, did you see this yet? Like, did you see the working title? And they're like... I don't get it. Why are you laughing? And I was like, what's not to get a red solo cup, Han Solo? Like, what are you not getting about it? So I immediately thought it was great and I got the connection, but I felt like some people were a little slow on that. So what was your reaction to that, Brian? I also thought it was hilarious and had people around me that didn't get it right away. Uh, oh. Red Cup is so fun. And I love the fact that the directors for the Han Solo spinoff are comedy directors. Like yes. they did the Lego movie, and they've done a bunch of comedies, so they're comedy people. So the fact that there's a pun in the working title, I think, is great. It's a good sign. And then yes. we also saw some little images. I think I think they first popped up on Twitter, but I could be wrong. But some random people found Harrison Ford having lunch with Alden Ehrenreich, and yes. then another group of people found uh, Billy D. Williams having lunch with. Donald Glover. I almost said Childish Gambino because I listen to his music, <laughs> but Donald Glover. So sure. I thought that was really cool that they're kind of getting to know their character a little more. And that makes me feel good because I know a lot of people were concerned when this movie was first announced because Harrison Ford is such an iconic actor and Han Solo is such an iconic character. It would be hard to top that performance. But it's cool to see that they're kind of getting guidance from the people that made these characters who they are absolutely absolutely i was i was one of those people uh who was very timid and not sure because of my deep love for han solo so to see han not be harrison ford i wasn't sure but to see alden like respect the roots and the character and to go back and like what what is this character that you've created and how can i best bring that into what i'm about to do i think shows major respect and I'm, it made me more at peace yeah. with the, the recasting. Me too. And it just made me want to be a fly on the wall in both of those restaurants because yeah. what an iconic moment that is. You know, that is just so cool because, you know, there's probably not going to be very many people in their lifetime that get to say, yeah, I portrayed Han Solo in a real Star Wars movie. But yeah. there they are, you know, having lunch together, chatting about their work it's just so amazing so I thought that was really fun and then another little bit of exciting news that we got is the title for episode eight and you can go ahead and announce this Brian I don't want to take the spotlight away from you too (laughs) well the uh, the title for episode eight is the last Jedi which I am so for because I am all Jedi all day and um it's the first thing that I thought of is, you know, a lot of people, you've got A New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. Well, you can't just say that anymore because now there are two. Yeah. There's The Return of the Jedi and there's The Last Jedi. Um, but there's been a, it's been a whole lot of speculation about this title and what it could mean. Yeah, because Jedi can be plural or it can be singular. So yep. it's like, is it Luke and Rey or just Rey? Like, what's going on here? It could be somebody completely different. We don't know. Right. It could be Leia. I mean, we don't know. So sure. that's that was really exciting. And it I was 
happy whenever I first read the title because I remember when the Force Awakens title came out and it just didn't feel natural to me. It feels very natural now because we've been around it for so long. But right. it just felt kind of weird. But when this title came out, I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Like, it flows. It makes sense. Well, it doesn't make sense because sure. we don't know what it means. <laughs> but, like, it, it makes sense in in the sequel trilogy. It sounds like it goes with The Force Awakens. And it just, it just sounds right. I like it a lot. So I was very happy with that announcement. I agree. Do you, do you have any theories? <sighs> I don't. See, I don't speculate at all. I'm very boring when it comes to that stuff. But, you know, I think it would be super cool if they threw us all for a loop and, you know, maybe they're not referencing Luke or Ray. Maybe it's someone else. So I think oh. I think that would be really, really cool. Um, I'm not sure if they'll go that route. But sure. I think a lot of people immediately thought Luke or Ray or just sure. Ray, you know, but you never know. You it's true. Know. You know, it's, Leia's still there, and she's a Skywalker by blood, so... Sure. How do just, we know Luke is all alone on that island? We only saw yeah, one part of it. That's so true. Yeah, so we don't know, and it's... So many things. Really cool to see, and we were going to save this for the, end the, for the end of the show, but I just want to bring it up now because it makes sense. Um, uh-huh. They also released packaging for the new um, action figures and merchandise that will be coming out for Force Friday this year. And it features Rey, Finn, and Poe from mm. Episode Eight from The Last Jedi. And Rey has her hair down. She has a little, she does. She has a new do. And it looks pretty cool. And it looks like her costume is kind of different. Um, and I noticed Finn is still wearing Poe's jacket. And he, he had, had yeah, he had a little different shirt. And it sort of... I could be wrong, but it, to me, it sort of looked like the shirt that he wore at the end of The Force Awakens when he's just, like, in the medical room, sort of. Right. Um, so I think that's kind of cool that, that it's different. And Poe looked the same to me. I didn't really pay yeah, it, too much attention to him. But he looked he looked uh, pretty much the same because he had his flight suit on and he had his helmet on. <laughs> but it was hilarious because I was at work whenever this was, you know, announced online. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, Ray's hair is different. And I was like... Star Wars fans are so funny. Like we get excited about the littlest things, <laughs> and then sure. I thought the same thing. I was like, "Look, her hair's down, and it looks great." And I was like, "Wait, it's just her hair being down. It's not even yeah, up like a crazy way. It's just down." And it's not even like it's not even like it was a full body picture of her, and she had a completely yeah. new costume. It was like her hair is down. Like it's such a subtle, subtle detail. So I thought that I, was really funny. I was thinking, looking at Finn, because he's still wearing Poe's jacket, but he's wearing a shirt underneath, and it kind of looks like. The shirt that Poe wore naturally underneath oh, his yeah, coat. That's so I was like, true. what if he's like, I really like this jacket. I'm going to see what other clothes Poe has. Yeah, and maybe he's just Poe's raiding shirt. his closet <laughs> now. I would be so for that because Poe looks super fly all the time. Oh, for real. That's, that's really funny. I didn't even think <laughs> about that, but that would be kind of cool. Right. Um, but yeah, that's super exciting. And it's cool that they're doing Force Friday again. I didn't get to go last year, but I went for the force awakens and i had a lot of fun and i really enjoyed the merchandise that they came out with so that's exciting that they're doing that again i'm sure all the collectors out there are losing their minds and saving up their money because they're gonna want to buy everything absolutely i'm pumped i saw yesterday um hasbro announced they're making a like one one scale poe helmet oh i did see that they they did the black series tk helmet but then now they're doing poe's helmet that's really and, uh, cool. It looks nice fine. too. I saw some of the images that they shared, and it looks looks really pretty. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm buying it. I'm a helmet person, <laughs> but I like I like painting my own helmets. But that one, that one's pretty cool. Agreed. Yeah, and then on top of all that exciting stuff, we got some really exciting news for Star Wars Celebration as well. And the first thing to sort of pop up was a few celebrity guests that would be there. And mm-hmm. we had a few regulars. You know, Jeremy Bullock has been going to Star Wars Celebration for a long, long time. Ian yep. McDiarmid has been going for the past few years, so he's going to be there. But the big name this year is Felicity Jones. Yes. So what do you think about that? I was ecstatic. I was like, oh, my God, Jenner, so is going to be at a con. Because I've seen Felicity Jones in quite a few other movies. Mm-hmm. And she's a f- phenomenal actress. Um, so the fact that she was in Star Wars was great and she's coming to Celebration is even more so. Um, so I was really, really excited. And then I kind of saw the price of it and got a little less excited. Yeah. 
It was it, um, a bit. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty high. I, I can yeah. I can't say I understand why, but I honestly wasn't shocked when I saw the prices. I think it's like what two hundred for her autograph and two fifty yep. for a photo. Yeah. Um, or you can do the package of like four fifty for both. Um, yeah. The photo price kind of shocks me. The autograph, not so much, because I know, you know, actors and actresses like Mark Hamill would charge a little over a hundred um, right. for their autograph, and I'm like, okay, that's substantial. They have a major yeah. role, and Felicity is obviously well known outside of Star Wars. So whenever I saw that price, I was like, I'm really not shocked because it's not like she's just some unknown actress to come along and then star in a Star Wars film. No, she had. Okay a very substantial list of credits before she made an appearance in Rogue One. So um, I'm sure people will be bringing non-Star Wars items for her to sign as well because sure. she's a celebrity. She's famous. So, um, But it's really cool that she's going to be there. And it's cool that oh, she's yeah. going to sign because I know a lot of people will want to interact with her and say hi and just, you know, meet her and have like a personal moment and experience mm. with her, which is something that you know, a lot of people want to have with a lot of actors and actresses, but they never get that chance. Like, I would love to meet John Boyega just to oh, tell yeah. him I think he's so funny. You but, know. you know, he does. He hasn't been signing at any convention, so it's, you know, you don't get that opportunity. So it's right. pretty neat that she's doing that. And I'm not, I'm not going to pay for that, but I'm yeah. excited for people that <laughs> are. That's um, exactly what I said. Maybe I'll walk by her table and be like, I saw her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they'll have her in some sort of curtained room or something, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> but it's pretty neat and I'm glad it's they're starting to announce autograph guests because yeah. I I really enjoy meeting people from Star Wars Rebels and the Clone Wars. So, um I'm excited to hopefully see some of those names popping up soon. Same. And lots of celebration news. They also announced that the last Jedi panel will be on Friday of the convention mm -hmm. and Ryan Johnson will be there along with Kathleen Kennedy, AKA my hero. <laughs> I literally ball every time I hear this woman speak and I got to see her at the rogue one panel at celebration London. And I teared up the entire time she spoke cause I just love her. So I'm really excited. She'll be there. Sure. Um, so that's pretty cool. And that's, that's going to be the panel of the convention. Absolutely. I bet. You know they're going to have something, a teaser or a sizzle reel or they're something. They're going to be dropping some footage of some sort. If they don't, they're crazy. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're going to. So it'll be interesting to see what they share because, like you said, there was a sizzle reel, um, and that's what they shared at Celebration London for Rogue yeah. One. But if you go back to Celebration Anaheim, that's when they dropped the Force Awakens trailer with the whole Chewie were home line and people yeah. lost their minds. So it'll be neat to see what they end up sharing with us there. Agreed. Are you going to wait in line for that? No, of course. Of course. Of course. Of There's course. no way I'm missing that panel. Yeah. Um, which celebrations have you been to? Sadly, I've only been to six. That's okay. Six was a great celebration. Yeah. Six it was, was the best awesome. weekend of my life, so I'm excited to have an even better one now that Star Wars is back. It's episode yeah. eight. Celebration six was my very first one. Um, and it was special because I was really, really into the Clone Wars at that time, as oh, most right. Star Wars fans were. And I remember seeing somebody as Pong Krell. Me too! That was so out. cool. Yeah, he was on stilts or something. He was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I, I got to meet Dave Filoni there for the first time. Oh. And he knew who I was, and I thought that was the coolest thing in the universe. That's so and cool. I got to see part of the, I, I guess it was like season three or four. I can't remember what season they premiered there, but, you know, they showed a few episodes. I think they were pre-Vizsla episodes or something from one of the seasons, and I got to see those, and I thought that was really fun. So that was a really exciting celebration for me because, first of all, it was the first one I'd ever been to, but it was such a great time to be a Clone Wars fan because that's, when everything was coming out. Sure. It was really cool. What did you do at Celebration 6? I had the best weekend ever. The, <laughs> the highlight was um, Seth Green, uh, Matt Senreich, and I, I feel horrible for forgetting the last guy's name, but they were premiering uh, Star Wars Detours. Oh, yeah. 
which was a show that never got picked up because uh, they sold it shortly after and it just got benched because they wanted to reintroduce things. Mm -hmm. But it was so funny and so good. I watched those clips so many times. But the highlight was during the panel, they had Donald Faison and Seth Green talking and then George Lucas walked out on stage. So so unannounced, the maker comes out. And when you're not prepared to see George Lucas and then he comes out, the noises you make are very unattractive and loud. <laughs> and I freaked out. I couldn't I could not contain myself. So being in the same building as George Lucas kind of is a highlight of my life thus far. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that. That was really cool. Um, How old were you when, when you went to Celebration 6? Let's see. That would have been five years ago. So 20. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was 16, and so everything was amazing to me at that point. And that's, that was a year after I really, really embraced my Star Wars fandom, and I was super into it. And, I, man, I just had the time of my life. I remember having such an awesome time at that convention. It was so was fun. Best. Well, I also remember seeing a panel that uh, Kyle Newman did, mm-hmm. who was the director of Fanboys, and it was like prequel appreciation. And I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I was so excited to go to a panel like that because some people have, you know, not the best opinions of them. And I love them. So to go to a panel at a, at a con Just with about a, that. a guy, I was like, this is so cool. I'm not alone kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Seeing Pablo give a panel Yeah. Uh, was pretty, pretty and intense. And then Pablo being all smug, he knew that oh, sure. Disney was about to purchase the company and... He had to sit there and just pretend like everything was fine and all these things that were in production were going to continue. Meanwhile, he knew. He knew. He knew. I, I will never forget the moment I re- the moment I realized Pablo was my hero outside of George Lucas because I was like, this guy knows. He's the next George Lucas uh, mm-hmm. as far as Star Wars knowledge. He talked about stories that people wouldn't catch, little things in the movies. We were like, oh, if you notice this, this is from here and whatever. And he talked about the fact that Palpatine in episode three, when he's fighting the Jedi Masters, is using Anakin's lightsaber. Oh. And I was like, what? I've seen this movie a hundred times. There's no, there's no way. I went home and paused. I was like, oh my god, he's right. And then he told the story about how originally Anakin was there with the Jedi Masters. Palpatine didn't have a lightsaber, and he oh took Anakin's and attacked them with it. And they kept it in there. He's still holding Anakin's lightsaber in the movie. But they just added an insert of him flicking a lightsaber of his own out. And I was like, oh, my God. And it blew my mind. So I was like, this man I want to be friends with. That's so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. I I didn't get to meet – I don't know if I've ever actually met Pablo, like, in person. But at Celebration 6, I was, like, adopted, basically, by the 501st. Um, they had a group of guys were cosplaying as the Wolfpack Battalion of Clone Troopers. And they helped me make a Jedi costume with wolf pack accessories. So I had like gauntlets oh, yeah. and a really cool belt that went with their armor. And so they, since I was too young to be in the 501st, that's why I said they adopted me. They let me hang out sure. with them and, you know, do cool <laughs> stuff. So they were inducting David Collins into the 501st as an honorary member. And they asked me to come with them. And so it was like Commander Wolf, Comet, Sinker, Boost. We had a droid that was in Wolfpack uh, design. And then there was me and my brother also had a similar Jedi costume that they helped him make. So we all went backstage after one of the panels and David Collins was there. Kyle Newman, Tom Kane, Matt Lanter, Seth Green, Ashley Eckstein, Claire Grant, all these people. Daniel Logan was there, and then Dave Filoni showed up for this little induction that we did backstage. And, oh, Sam Witt was was there. Like, there were just so, so many people. And I'm 16 years old, trying not to freak out and, like, be all (laughs) fangirly. I I so wanted to ask all of them to take a picture with me, but I didn't ask any of them except for Dave because I knew him. But it was just a really cool experience, and we we ended up getting a group picture after the induction. But it was neat because we're standing in this hallway. We're blocking off a hallway backstage, Mm -hmm. and all these celebrities are walking down the hall, and they're like, what are you guys doing here? Like, they're trying to get through, and we would not let them through because we were waiting on Dave Filoni to come from another panel so that he could be there for the little induction ceremony. 
So we're all standing there in this creepy, drippy hallway, and it's, like, very poorly lit. And, you know, Ashley's looking at me because she knew me. She's like, what are you guys here for? And I'm like, I can't tell you. (laughs) So we just had to be super quiet. And she's like, okay. And so she went back and, like, stood with her husband. And uh, they're all just waiting there. And then Dave shows up, and we were able to kind of tell them why we were there. And and, uh, our commanding officer at the time pulled out a plaque and gave it to Dave and all that stuff. But anyways, it was just really, really funny because here you are around all these celebrities, and you're just, like, silent staring at them with a bunch of clone troopers behind you, and you can't tell them why you're there. Um, (laughs) So that was, like, my favorite moment of celebration. But it was just really cool because I don't think I had ever been to any conventions before. I'd never been to any kind of sci-fi convention. I've never been to any comic cons or anything like that. So experiencing celebration as my first convention was the coolest because you really can't top celebration if you're a Star oh, Wars no, fan. Definitely not. There's no way. And then since then I've been to Anaheim and London. Jealous. And it was those were both super cool. Anaheim was really really neat because obviously that's, one of the super- that's <laughs> that's when star wars revamped you know that's when the force awakens was being hyped up so that was a really cool experience and i'm just excited to have that experience again this year with the last jedi and it's cool because since you and i are from florida we're gonna know so many people there like all of our friends are gonna be there it's gonna be like a big friend party a big family actually you know these are like our family members so that's that's cool. And the, the other fun thing is that we can drive to the convention and load up yes. our cars with more merchandise, whereas other people yes. have to fly and keep it in their luggage. So uh, I'm very excited about that because when I went to London, I, I just had a carry-on bag. So my purchases were very limited, and I didn't get to buy some of the things I wanted just because they were too big. But this time I'm going to be loading up. Right. Oh, that's, that's one thing that I... Uh didn't know the first time around the celebration store oh don't play around get it because i've been to cons before and i'm always like on sunday all the prices drop because the vendors don't want to have to load everything back up and take it home yeah so they'll they'll give you deals so i saw things that i liked at the celebration store but i was like oh just wait till sunday it'll be cheaper uh not true they sold out yep and there's they had a gamorian guard piggy bank that's it's like haunted me ever since because i can't find it anywhere oh that's so <laughs> got sad. it on ebay for like 150 dollars, and i was like curse you <laughs> so close if i'd have known yeah so now day one i'm like celebration let's do this yeah so we need to roll through for you first timers out there who have never been to celebration we're gonna give you the inside scoop on how to navigate this overwhelming convention i've had a lot of people tweet me and email me before and ask like what do you recommend what do you what do you think I should do do you have any tips on this aspect of the convention and I have a YouTube video just running through a few of those questions but Brian and I are going to talk about that you know now and and give you guys (laughs) plenty of time to plan for this convention because it's coming up soon and you shouldn't be overwhelmed by it like you should have fun and you should be super excited about it but there are a few things that you need to know going into it so that you won't be disappointed. Because if you have expectations of basically thinking, oh, I'm going to go to every panel on my list, and oh, I'm going to buy every piece of merchandise that I want, that's not going to happen. No. Be prepared for things to sell out. Be prepared for panels to fill up, you know, and then just roll with it. But the first thing I want to talk about, and Brian, feel free to chime in because we're going to have different ideas on this. Right. Um, I always have, like, a go bag basically for celebration. I always, always, always carry a backpack because um, some people will just go in there with like a purse or just their wallet and they don't have any place to store what they're going to buy. They don't have any snacks on them. They don't have any water. And I'll tell you right now, the food at that convention center is super duper expensive and it is not good. I will just (laughs) be honest with you. It doesn't taste good. It's going to take forever for you to get your food because hundreds of thousands of people are going to be at this convention. Everybody's uh-huh. going to eat at the same time. You're going to have to wait in lines for food. It's not even good, and you're going to be paying like 20 bucks for a hot dog. So, word of advice, bring a backpack, put in some PB&Js, put in some almonds, put in some trail mix, some chips, some whatever you want in your backpack. Bring some bottles of water. 
Um, yes, you're allowed to bring in food. There's no restrictions on, um, you know, other, other than alcohol or glass, you can't bring those sorts of things, but you know, they're not going to tell you you're not allowed to bring in snacks, you know? So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Bring in Pringles. They're not going to stop you from that. So that's, uh, my first word of advice to have in your backpack. And another reason to have a backpack is to have a poster tube in it. So yes, typically at celebration after some of the big panels, wink, wink, the last Jedi panel, they're probably going to hand out some super awesome special poster that you can only get if you went to that panel. And if you have a poster tube, you can keep that poster looking brand new. If you don't have one, it's probably going to end up getting smushed in your backpack and it's going to look like a piece of crumpled up receipt when you get home. So bring a poster tube. And uh, at Celebration London, I didn't bring a full-size poster tube. I only brought like a little mini one. And most of the posters that they hand out to you are miniature sized, so that's sufficient. But if you buy artwork or if you buy posters, they're obviously going to be full size. So mm-hmm. it just depends on what you're going to do if you're going to buy them or if you just want the free ones. The free ones are typically always pretty small. Um, they might be like 11 by 14 at the largest. So just keep that in mind. Have food. Have your poster too. Um, have water. I think, I'm pretty sure the Orlando Convention Center has water fountains everywhere so you can fill up your bottle. But I noticed when I was at Celebration London, that convention center had zero water fountains. And I freaked out because I was like, um, I need I need water. Like, Agua, do you guys have water here? And they, I, I asked somebody that worked there and like, no, we don't have water fountains. So you can count on Orlando having water fountains and you can bring, you know, a refillable water bottle. Um and then is there anything else that you can think of, Brian, that people should bring? Uh, I mean, backpack is most important. That yes. way you can also, if you buy things, you can you have something to carry it in. Mm-hmm. Poster tube is super important. Um, oh, if you, if you plan on getting autographs, you should look into buying protective sleeves. They, they sell them online. You can just search 8x10 protective sleeve or whatever um, and just put a few in your backpack because those are nice to have to keep things nice and flat and not have them get crumpled up either. You can actually buy, um, I, I keep my like, uh, photo ops that I get and autographs as well in this like, um, photo book. Oh. It's like, it's like 10 bucks on Amazon. Super That's cheap. smart. Or a binder. People could bring a binder and put some sleeves yeah. in it. There's all kinds of stuff. Just keep that in mind. Have, have protective sleeves or some sort of yeah thing to hold your pictures or autographs or whatever and and a lot of people will hand out um just promotional little posters or like um what am i thinking of like art cards kind of they're like five by seven art cards you know and they're just freebies that people will give you while you're walking around the exhibit hall and those are nice it's nice to have a protective sleeve or a binder or something to keep those in as well because you know they're free and they look cool so you want to keep them um Let me think another thing. Oh, okay. We need to talk about waiting in line because (laughs) that's what a con is. That's what a con is. If you think you're going to go to celebration and just show up to anything you want to do and not have to wait at all, (laughs) jokes on you because you're going to have to wait in line. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Waiting in line is actually probably my favorite part about celebration because you get to make new friends and (laughs) You're going to hang out with them like all night. So you're going to get to know these people and basically have a Star Wars sleepover with them while you wait for the panel the next day. So um, we'll we'll talk about the Last Jedi panel. So this panel is on Friday. They're going to have people lining up for this panel Thursday afternoon, maybe even Thursday morning, honestly, you know, depending on how excited you are for this panel. Definitely, right. definitely Thursday night people will be lining up. And the way they've done this in the past is that they have a separate hall of the convention and by hall i mean a giant room it's not like a tiny hallway it's a no, huge it's like an auditorium basically and they have that room specifically for lines mm-hmm. so you go in there you line up you wait all night um and then the next morning at like six or seven a.m you will get a wristband and depending on the color of your wristband it will either guarantee or you know you'll have a standby for the panel. So they did sort of a new system at Celebration London, and I really hope they keep this system because I personally thought it went really well. They Mm -hmm. would choose the four biggest panels of the day, 
and they would have four separate lines for them. So, for example, they would have like the Rogue One panel and the Mark Hamill panel and I don't know, the creatures and special effects panel and then something else. And, you know, depending on which one was most important to you, you would get in that one first. So I would get in the Rogue One panel. Wait there all night, 6 a.m., the volunteers come out, they give you your wristband, and then the convention doesn't open until like 10 a.m. So you can go back to your hotel, you can get breakfast, you can freshen up, take a shower, take a power nap, whatever you need to do. And then when the convention opens, you could either go straight to another room to line up for the panel again to get a good seat. Like you're guaranteed to get in that room with your first wristband, but you might not know where you're going to sit. Um, so some people would go directly to that other room to wait in line to get a good seat, or you could show up like 30 minutes prior to the panel and it doesn't matter where you'll sit, but you'll still end up in that room. So I really liked that system because I liked having that time between the wristband and the convention opening to go back and eat breakfast and chill out for a, for a few hours, you know, a couple hours. Right. But I, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong on this because it's been a couple years. So I could have forgotten. But I think in Anaheim, they handed out the wristbands pretty close to the opening of the convention. So you didn't get to go back and chill out before the convention opened. Right. So, you know, who knows what they'll do this year. It could be completely different or it could be one of those systems or something similar. But just, you know, keep in mind, you're going to want to get in line for something. And they, they do allow you to get wristbands for multiple panels. So, for example, in London, I got a Rogue One panel wristband and then I went back and got in a different line and got a wristband for like the creatures and specials, a special effect panel. Um, and each band is different colors, so they know which one you have and stuff. So that's nice. You can get multiples. Um, and yep. another good feature they had in London is they had a giant screen in that waiting room area, in that giant hall where people were lined up all night. And that's they, cool. they had each panel listed on there, and then they had a status of the wristbands. So... My mom didn't want to wait all night in line. She needs to sleep in her comfy bed and have her, you know, <laughs> beauty sleep. So she wouldn't get there until like 6 a.m. when they started handing out the wristbands. But she could look at that, that giant screen and see if they still had plenty of wristbands or if they were almost going to run out or if they were completely out. They had like a green, yellow, and red, and they would tell you how many they had left, basically. So she knew oh, I should go get in line because they have plenty left or they don't have any left, so I'm just going to go back to my hotel room and get breakfast, you know? Sure. So that was really nice. And if they do that again, I'll be super happy because I think that system worked really well. So, right. yeah, be prepared to wait in lines. And, yeah. Brian, did you wait in any lines at Celebration 6, like like overnight lines? Overnight, no. But I did have somewhere like two hours before it opened. Okay. I waited in those lines. So for me, I, I've waited overnight two times. I did it for the Force Awakens panel and for the Rogue One panel. Right on. That's another one of those times where you're going to want your backpack with your snacks and your water, yeah. all that jazz. Sometimes they'll have little coffee carts open in the morning where you can go buy a muffin and coffee. Sometimes they don't, so don't count on it. Um, but it, it's a good idea maybe if you can, and I totally understand if you're traveling from far away and you can't bring this, but it, if you have like a camping chair or like a sleeping bag or something comfy to sit on or lay down on while you're in line, that's always a good idea because it's usually a concrete floor and that's no fun to sit on for 12 hours or more. Right, right. Um, and another cool thing they do that I want to mention is they have overflow rooms, so if you're not able to get in the giant auditorium where they do the panel, they have these overflow rooms where you can watch a live stream of the panel. And typically, people that wake up the morning of the day of the panel, like if you woke up Friday morning and immediately went to the convention and you got in line to see the Last Jedi panel, you you would definitely not get into the main room, but you might get into one of the overflow rooms and get to watch the panel live on a giant screen. So that's another option if you don't really care about seeing them like in the flesh, you know, in the same room or whatever. It's still cool to be around a bunch of people that are excited about the same thing you're excited about. So 
that's another option if you don't want to sleep on the floor all night. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really fun. And I love waiting in line because you meet so many incredible people. And it's like people that you might know for the rest of your life or, you know, they might just tell you a cool story that you, you get to hear while you're hanging out with them. And one of my friends, like I had him on my podcast last month, um, Josh, I met him in line at Star Wars weekends at Disney and we've known each other for like, I don't know, five or six years now. And he's kind of the reason why I became a huge Star Wars fan. So you never know who you'll meet. Some people meet their soulmates in line, you know? So don't didn't be Anthony Daniels buy you food or something like that. He didn't, Oop. he did not buy me food. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Not Anthony Daniels. No, Anthony Daniels. but, um, I, I was telling we, Josh and I were talking about last month that Anthony Daniels did come out and take a picture with us. And that's, Dave Filoni and Ashley Eckstein also came out and took pictures with us. And they don't, they don't do that at Celebration. That was at Star Wars Weekends. But gotcha. um, it's still cool. You, you get to make new friends. So I would highly recommend doing that. Um, it's not like you're going to be out there alone. Right. And, oh, yeah. Kathleen Kennedy bought me pizza last year. That's what happened. Um, That's awesome. There's food involved somewhere. Yeah. So for the last couple celebrations since you know, Disney has taken over and Kathleen Kennedy is in charge. She and the director of the upcoming film have gotten either pizza or donuts for people in line for these panels. So back at um, Celebration Anaheim, they J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy sent pizza to everybody that was in line overnight for the Force Awakens panel. And I showed up right after they had that pizza passed out, so I didn't get any. Aww. But it was just really nice. <laughs> And then yeah. in, uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, whenever they were releasing, um, I think, more Force Awakens footage? I think that's what it was. Yeah. They, right. uh, they bought everybody donuts. And then at Celebration London for Rogue One, Gareth and Kathleen got everybody pizza again. So it's kind of cool to be able to say, yeah, the director of Rogue One got me pizza. Like, <laughs> it's obviously not, it, it's not what people think because people probably assume, oh my gosh, you were at a restaurant with them and they oh, bought sure. your dinner. But it's like, I'm not going to tell them the real details. They bought a hundred other people pizza too, but <laughs> I was I one of them. You. Um, Donnie Yen bought me a ticket to see Triple X. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So I tell people that all the time. I'm like, yeah, you know, I went and saw the new Triple X because Dunny and bought me a ticket. It's cool. Yeah. You know, whatever. Bragging rights. Yeah. So if you wait in line, you might have some cool bragging rights. You don't need to give all the details, but you can make it sound cooler than what it is. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I think that kind of that kind of covers the whole waiting in line deal. Is there anything you yeah. want to add? As far as waiting in line? Yeah. Uh, no, just be prepared. Um, chairs. That's a great idea. I didn't even think yeah. of that. Get a camping chair. That's going to come in handy. I'm going to bring uh, giant, thick sleeping bags because I can't sleep in a chair. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, dude. I'm bringing a pillow and I'm bringing a giant sleeping bag. I'm going to have a sleeping mask to cover my eyes because it's very bright in there. Sure. Um, this this girl is prepared. I have my little earplugs. Beautiful. And have you seen those things with her? It's like a, it's like an air mattress thing it's not a mattress you like run around and it fills with air and you close it up oh yeah it's like a little banana boat thing yes yes yeah. one of those i, I was thinking about getting one of those that's smart right that it's just actually air. be worth checking out you can roll it up in your backpack and everything doesn't take up room yeah and if you're listening to this and thinking why in the world would i sleep on a concrete floor for 12 hours just to see <laughs> A conversation about a movie that's not even out yet let me tell you it will change your life and oh, yes. if you love star wars you're gonna love the panel and it's just i can't even describe to you how electric the energy is in the air when you're surrounded by thousands and thousands of other people that are excited about the same thing you're excited about like absolutely whenever i heard chewy we're home and oh, 5,000 other people around me jumped up the same time I did. It, I cannot tell you how amazing that feeling is. Like, you'll never have those kinds of goosebumps again. It is so, so worth it. So, For sure. Oh, I just can't. I can't even get over how much fun it is. And it's definitely worth it. Oh, yeah. I, I will never forget the feeling when George Lucas walked out. Like, there was such insane energy the walls were shaking like it was crazy it's just literally a tidal wave 
Yeah, for sure. Of energy because everybody in that room is stoked to their highest. It is just so cool. So anyways, yeah, that's it with the waiting in line. We're going to wrap that up because I could go on about that forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so you mentioned the celebration store and yes. that is definitely something to bring up because like Brian said, that merchandise sells out so fast. So I highly recommend on your very first day of celebration, if you've already seen the advertisements that should be out soon about, you know, the cool merch that they're going to have there, you need to sprint to that store and wait in line for as long as you need to, to buy oh, yeah. your stuff. Because that line could, could end up being five hours long throughout the day. I mean, it, it's insane. And, you know, if you really, really want that special t-shirt or whatever, have your butt in line and it's a good idea too if let's say let's say a family member goes to the convention with you and maybe they're not super into the whole celebration thing put them in line be like hey do you mind waiting while I go do all the cool stuff like right. some, some people don't mind and if they do mind that's totally fine I don't know if I would wait hours and hours in line for something that I'm not that into but right. if you have a friend that doesn't mind doing that or someone that wouldn't mind taking everybody's orders, basically, you know, saying like, all right, group of friends, I'm going to go wait in line for five hours. What do you guys want? I'll buy it all. And then you guys can just pay me back or pay me now or whatever, you know? So sure. sometimes that works out just to save time. Um, so that all your friends aren't in line when one of them could be sort of doing that. Um, but yeah, definitely get there early stuff will sell out. Yes, don't second guess it. If you see something you want at the celebration store, buy it and, because it will not be there. And the best part is if you if you do that, if you do what you just said, Brian, and you yeah. and you see something that you're not sure about but you're kind of on the fence and you buy it, later on if you decide that you don't want it, somebody will take it off your hands for double the price that you paid for it. So don't you worry. Yes. That Gamorrean piggy bank was how much you said on eBay? It was over 150 Yeah. It's like and maybe bucks at the celebration store yeah so if you see something that you're sort of on the fence about just go for it and then later on if you decide you don't really need it you can part with it and cover the cost of your ticket probably you know yeah absolutely honestly you probably could i don't i'm not saying be a scalper don't be a scalper no don't be a scalper we're right. just saying there's slightly less risk involved yes if buying you, it up front yeah you don't want to regret it because yeah. we've all done that so correct that's very good advice. And then they also have the giant exhibit hall of vendors. And a lot of these vendors will have exclusives, exclusive merchandise that they only sell at the convention. My favorite thing to do is get the little exclusive Hallmark itty bitties. They're little plushies and they typically have special Star Wars ones at Celebration. Sure. And you can only get them there. So for me, that's the place that I go first. Um, sometimes, like, my mom will take off to the celebration store, and then I'll go get in line for my itty-bitties, and we work as a team. And, you know, the itty-bitty line can get pretty long, too, because it's Hallmark, and everybody wants, like, the special ornament of the year and all that stuff. So right. you know, exclusives and merchandise is something that I would recommend doing on your very first day because that oh, stuff yeah. sells out. And See if any vendors are doing anything special, because I remember the um, Carta Mondays back at Celebration Six. Oh, yeah. um, they had holographic like trading cards or like playing cards, and uh, if you went every day, you got a new one. So it was like Anakin the first day, Darth Maul the second, Obi Wan the third, and then uh, on the last day, if you had the first three, you got a Qui Gon card. So obviously, of I, course, you got that. That was top priority for me. I was like, before we do anything, we need to go to this booth so I can pick up the next card. But yeah. some vendors do special things like that. The droid hunt with the 501st. Like, mm -hmm. there, are, there are a lot of things that vendors do as well. On and top it's of free. Everything. You just have to show it's up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's probably the best part. And one of, one of my favorite things to do is to get those little freebies. Because it's always nice to have souvenirs or it's always nice to have stuff to give your friends that weren't able to go to the convention maybe. And those little freebies are nice. Like, Oh yeah. Like you said, those cards are cool or sometimes they have little buttons. Like, um, I think it was in Anaheim Hallmark had little exclusive buttons and every day they had a new one. And to get it, you had to answer a trivia question correctly. 
and they're they're really cute and I, I didn't get any of them I just saw them but that would be a cute little gift to give someone if they weren't able to go to convention be like here's an exclusive button I got just for you or whatever and it was free like that's the best part. yeah so you don't need to tell them that part but you can yeah you can leave think it out part. it was so expensive it was so expensive yeah. I'm I your best friend <laughs> yeah I wasted all this money on this for you um yeah next week so please appreciate it yes and then another thing that you'll have to wait in line for is the autograph hall so if yes. you you want to get your favorite celebrities autograph um i think there's a website online where you can order or pre-order your autograph tickets right now i'll have to check yeah, on that you can sure. pre-order a couple not everyone yet but a couple yeah i, I know felicity's is up there and felicity's is steve blum is there or steve bloom um david barclay who was one of the java puppeteers mm-hmm. and i feel like one other i'm forgetting but yeah, yeah. So uh, you can go online and order these in advance and then you basically show up with, you know, your proof of purchase and you get in line to meet that person and get their autograph or you can purchase it there. But this is another thing that you'll have to wait in line for. And I think now none of the celebrities are letting you take photos with them at their table. I I remember way back in the day they would let you do that, but now they're charging separately for that. So yeah. don't try to be coy and sly and, you know, pull out your phone and try to get a selfie with them because they're going to shut that down real quick. They have a volunteer yes. with every single celebrity and they're on their game. Like they're looking for people who are trying to do that. They're not going to allow it. So just mm-hmm. be nice. You know, don't harass these people. <laughs> and if, exactly. you, if you want a photo, pay for it. And it'll be a good photo. If you pay for it, it's going to be a, a well done professional photo, you know not you know cell phone quality selfie you know absolutely so you know if you if you want a photo pay the extra money and just get a good one and don't get in trouble and i know a lot of people go back and forth like they don't some people don't like autographs or not into the whole celebrity meet and greet thing i'm an uh i'm an avid fan of it i think it's great even if it is like 10 to 30 seconds with each person i think it's worth it Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if you're really into that like i mean 30 seconds with Mark Hamill is always great. Oh, yeah. And he's uh-huh. he's got such a great personality. Like, Oh, yeah. It depends really on who you're meeting. Fans. Some people are super appreciative of their fans, and some people sure. are probably worn out by it because they've been doing it for so many years. But yes. every now and then you'll meet a, a true gem, and they are just so thankful for their fans. And that's that's really cool to see. For sure. It's, spe- a it's a special thing to, to put money into. Yeah. And, and everybody's a different price. Like, you know, not everybody's yeah. going to charge $200 for their autograph. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, steep. some are, some are 30, some are yeah. even 20. Like, it, it varies. Yeah, it, it varies. And you never know. You, you never know what kind of experience you're going to have or how they're going to react to you. Um, I remember one time, I'm not going to name who it is, but one time I was excited about meeting a certain celebrity and they were, they were not in a good mood that day. And I was like, Okay, that was not so fun. So just just be prepared. Yeah, but then had, some people well, are going to go above and beyond and they're going to they're going to personalize your autograph and ask about your name and ask why you're there and like they're just interested in you and they want to get to know you in that 30 seconds that you're talking with them and that's that's when it's really special. Agreed. So, it's it's pretty fun. And like I said, if John Boyega decided to sign autographs, I'd be like Here's all my money. I will oh, yeah. meet I you. And I'd be like, John, let's go get tacos. And he'd probably be like, I can't do that. And I'd be like, it's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just know this doesn't expire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the offer's always on the table. <laughs> Love John Boyega. Have you ever seen Attack the Block? No. Oh, my God. I've been a fan of his since Attack the Block. And it's so good. He's like, plays this, this like uh, inner city London like gangster. And then Aliens Attack. Oh, that's and awesome. Th- the design is super cool. I highly, highly recommend Attack the Block. I'll have to check that out. That sounds so yeah. cool. I think he's such a charming, hilarious oh, person. Yeah. He's just, he's got a just really sweet scoop. personality. Agreed. He seems like a cool dude. But yeah, so that's Autograph Hall. Definitely be prepared to wait in line there, but you'll yes. make magical memories with these people. So yeah. it's worth it. Um, and then there's just a bunch of random stuff that they do at the convention. There's a lot of after parties. There's, you know, the 501st Bash is on, yep. I believe, Friday night at the convention? Saturday night? One of those I nights. I think one of them. That's going to be great. Night. It is Saturday night. 
I'm 99% sure. Anyways, it's one of the nights. Yeah. Um, you can buy a ticket for that online, I think, at 501stbash.com. Yeah. And it's just a huge party, basically. That one's going to be bonkers. And it's there's so much like merchandise as well that come with it. Yeah, you get like, patches, and they're going to have so much cool swag. I'm sure they'll have some type of trading card available. Oh, yeah. you know. They had a snaggletooth pin that's going to be an exclusive. And there's, from what I understand... There's like one to four ratio between red and blue. It's like everyone oh, will get yeah. red, but every now and then somebody might get a blue shirt, snaggletooth pen. So some of them are so that, rare, yep. Yep. Uh, Weird, Weird Al, Al's there. he'll be there. That's exciting. He's a cool, super cool guy. So that's exciting. And a lot of, I'm sure a lot of big names will show up and mingle through. I didn't get to go to the 501st Bash at C6 because I think you have to be 18. At least for that one, you had to be 18. And like yeah. I said, I was 16. So I didn't get to go in the 501st Bash, but I was a smart little cookie, and I decided to wait outside in the lobby of the hotel you know, where the, where the party was taking place. And I ran into Dave Filoni, Sam Witwer, Kyle Newman, Seth Green... Joel Aaron, um, somebody else, just because I was hanging out outside because they went in the party, but they wanted to talk to their friends, but it was too loud, so they went outside to hang out in the lobby and talk with their friends, and I just happened to get to meet all of them there. So there will be some cool faces there. Um, I don't think they have food there, but obviously you can get drinks. and. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be fun. So there's a few different after-party events like that. There's always going to be people hanging out in the hotel lobbies at night. Um, and it's just fun to get to know a lot of different people. People come in from all over the world for celebration, and it's it's so neat. Like, when I was in London, my mom and I had a layover in Toronto to get to London. And cool. we were waiting in the airport for our flight, and we saw these two guys walk by with motorcycle helmet bags. And I was like... Those guys are in the 501st because I know how they carry their helmets because I have one for mine as well. <laughs> and I stopped them and I was like, are you guys in the 501st? And they're like, how did you know? And I was like, hello, you have a bag. And they're like, guess what characters we are? And I was like, hmm. And I'm just like looking at them trying to figure out what costume they have. And I was like, sand troopers. And they're like, what? How did you know? And I was like, I don't know. I just guess. So anyways, we became good friends with these guys because we had to wait for our flight. So we talked to them for a little bit. And then... They ended up helping us get to our hotel in London because my mom and I had never traveled abroad. We had never taken really any kind of public transportation. And one of these guys had been over there before, so he helped us navigate through the subways and, and the underground and all that stuff. Uh, and then yeah, we ended up seeing them at the convention in their costumes. So I got to take a picture with them. It's just so cool. Like Now we're friends on Facebook. We keep up to date with each other. And it's just really neat to kind of get to know people from all over the world that love Star Wars just as much sure. as you do. So just like such a neat experience. It really is. Celebration is the best. Are you are you bringing any friends with you to Celebration or are you just going solo? I'm bringing two friends with me. Um, neither of them have been to a Celebration before. Oh, and they're both so you get really to see them fans. have the, the reaction phase. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> hey, check this out. Oh, snap. <sighs> yeah. I'm I'm pumped. I want you to like walk behind them and cover up their eyes while you're walking, and then then move your hands and yeah. be like, ta-da! I'll just get a GoPro and be like, look at their faces. Yeah, I'm going with my mom, and I awesome. freaking love my mom, and she's the reason why I'm a Star Wars fan. We've gone to every celebration together, or you know, the ones that we've been to, we've been together, and yeah. it's just it's so fun. I I love going to celebration with her. So that's really exciting. And then obviously a lot of my friends will be there because it's in Florida and yep. they don't have to pay airfare. <laughs> they can yeah, just drive. Yeah, that helps. Helps a lot. So it's going to be a fun time. Oh, very, yes. Very fun time. Is it's there... so soon. I know. What, so are, what are you most excited for this time around? I am, I mean, episode eight stuff. Yeah. It's, it's pretty top of the line because I have so many questions. Um, I, I'm trying to meet some people specifically, uh, Pablo. <laughs> hey, Pablo. <laughs> that's, uh, that's top of the list. I want to meet Pablo Hidalgo. That's, uh, I'm going to figure out a way I'm going to go to his panels, uh, something. Um, I, at the prequel appreciation panel at C6, 
I was too nervous to talk to Kyle Newman because I'm such a I love fanboy so much and I love him as a director. He did Barely Lethal. I really enjoyed that. Um, I like him as a dude. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I, I like him as a him. dude. <laughs> yeah, he's so cool. Such a cool guy. Um, and the fact that he unabashedly loves all of Star Wars and the prequels. And I, I just love that. Um, yeah. So I wanted to meet him so bad. But I was like, what am I going to say to him? So I didn't I didn't say anything. I just walked away. <sighs> and since then, we've talked a couple times on Twitter. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to say hi to you this yeah. time. And he goes, all right, sweet. I look forward to it. So that was kind of nice. I'm excited to meet him officially. Um, you should make a sign like people do at concerts, and you should <laughs> you should write on it, Pablo. I want to meet you, and and should. then just hold it up at all his panels. <laughs> That's a good idea. Why would he not want to come meet you? If somebody, if I was like a celebrity, and I was speaking at a panel, and somebody had a sign up that said, Savannah, I want to meet you, I'd be like, Hey. Come oh over my here God. and get a selfie with me. Like that would be what so I should, cool. I should get a coffee mug and oh a Star Wars show God. hoodie and go and meet him as him from the Star Wars show. Do it. That's such a good I'm a genius. Do it. <laughs> this is gonna happen. You're gonna meet Pablo. Can you imagine? I was like, Hey, what's up, man? You're my hero. Uh, I'm dressed as you. Uh don't think I'm weird. <laughs> he would be super cool though. He would be a fun I think so. He meet. seems like a super great dude. He has like a hilarious sense of humor that some people don't get all the time. I think he's so funny, but yeah. hopefully you'll get to meet him. I'm confident that yeah. you will because those are, my, those are my tops. Episode eight stuff, redeeming myself with Kyle Newman and meeting Bob <laughs> Hidalgo. How about I, you? I obviously the last Jedi panel. Um, I have this secret like bucket list wish. It's, it's like my biggest dream in life to meet uh, Kathleen Kennedy and yes. I really don't think I'll run into her, but you never, you never know. The, no. stars, the stars could align. We nope. could be going potty in the same bathroom and just happen running into each other when we are washing our hands. Like, I don't know. Um, but no, it, it would be, it would be cool to somehow meet her. And I've thought about it before. Like, what would I say? What would I do? Obviously I would try to hold back my tears. <laughs> like to start crying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty good at like not being starstruck. Um, but I always want to tell them something, like, memorable. And for her, I would sure. just love to, like, shake her hand and be like, thank you so much for, like, shaping my childhood. Because she is responsible for so many of the movies that oh, inspired yeah. me when I grew up. And it would just be amazing to just tell her thank you. And not that that would mean anything to her. But for me, it would be cool to know that I just met someone that I've been looking up to since I started watching movies, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's a dream of mine, and not sure if that'll happen. But it'll be there cool. Either way, it'll be cool to see her on stage at Celebration. I think she's such a inspiring person, and hearing her talk about Star Wars makes me so like proud to be a female Star Wars fan. Yeah. And just just like so proud of how Star Wars has changed over the years, especially since she's gotten involved. Um, she's just, she's just done a lot for fans, you know, male and female. And so it's really cool that she'll be there and people will get to see her talk and stuff. I remember, um, like I said, when I saw her at the Rogue One panel, she, she mentioned something about female fans and I obviously I cheered and then I was like, wow, that is so cool that she's even here, <laughs> you know, that yeah. she, she's, she's a busy lady and she is there to share the latest news in Star Wars. So anyways, that'd be really cool, but I'm excited for sure about the episode eight panel. And then there's always stuff that will happen at Celebration that you don't plan on happening. And it's Wait. like the highlight of the convention for you. So I'm excited for those things. I don't even know what they're going to be, but I'm, I'm just excited for all the unexpected, you know, special moments that are going to happen and all the people I'm going to meet that I'm going to become friends with them. And I don't even know them yet, but I'm going to make right. new friends there. And it's just so exciting. Agreed. Oh, quick tip that yeah. I just thought of. Um, plan your panels. Yes. That's a very important one because they're going to have an amazing lineup of everything and you can't see them all because a lot of times they'll be at the same time. So plan panels. And my, my little tip addition to that would be to kind of just give yourself a list of three things to do every day. You know, yeah. three three things. So for me, my three things are typically a panel, a piece of merchandise I want to get, 
and another sort of thing. It could be another panel, could be something else, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, there's going to be a lot of panels that overlap and you're going to have to pick which one you want to go to Mm -hmm. and just expect, you know, don't expect to go to like five panels in a day. I'll be honest with you. It's not going to happen. You're going to get to two, maybe three if you're lucky. So just when you're making those plans, don't, don't pick panels that are back to back. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Pick one in the morning, pick one at the end of the day, you know, just plan accordingly. And if you don't get into a panel, don't freak out. Like they're It's going to be on YouTube later. You're going to, you're going to hear about it. You're going to get to go to something else. That's super cool. Even though that panel is going on, you might go to the exhibit hall and there might be less people in there because a lot of people are in that panel and you might score some awesome deal that nobody else is going to get, you know, like don't, don't get bummed out. Um, just, roll with it. There's going to be unexpected things that happen that might get you a little down at first. But, um, yeah, I remember my first celebration. I had a spreadsheet, Brian. I had a spreadsheet. (laughs) I had the app. Oh, you had the app. See, I didn't have a smartphone back then. Sure. So I had my printed Excel sheet that I made (laughs) and I had highlighted things. I still have this piece of paper. I'm going to frame it one day, um, as a little memento, but I had two, things printed out. The first one was a map of the exhibit hall and I highlighted the vendors that I wanted to go to. I had color coded which ones I wanted to go to first to get exclusives from and then the other ones I just wanted to go check out. And then I drew like a little route of how I was going to walk there in the most efficient way. Like I was so detailed. It was it was insane. That part worked out well but then I had another um, document that I had made of all the panels I wanted to go to and had them color coded from most important to least important. I had probably 20 to 25 panels on that list. I think I made it to two. If that, (laughs) that did not go well. So yeah, definitely, uh, only plan two panels a day or so because it's kind of impossible to get to all of them just because there's so many people there. And like we said, the lines get really long, but it's yeah. good to it's good to plan in advance. So definitely have a plan that is flexible. That it, that would be my advice. Yeah, and have fun. And have fun, yeah. And and make sure you eat real food. Like <laughs> like snacks and stuff are great to get you through the day, but having a big breakfast to get you ready for the day or having a a good dinner is really important because I am the kind of person where I get so busy with waiting in line or walking to this this other panel or buying merchandise and just being all caught up in the hype of the convention that I forget to eat. And then I have almost passed out at conventions before because I haven't hydrated or eaten in a while or slept, you know, you're sleep, you're not, you're not sleeping because you're up all night waiting for these panels. So just make sure you get those power naps when you can and eat and drink water because it's, it's intense. If you, if you want to do a lot of things, it's, it's a pretty intense weekend. Yeah, for sure. But it's it's fun. And if you live uh, in the area, you, you know, you can go to Disney or if you don't, you can take an Uber and go to Disney parks uh, after the convention. That's always fun. Yep. there's there's so much you can do. Um, so, a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to discuss. I think we've covered a lot. Yeah, I think so. Toys, exclusives, celebration store lines. Yeah, I think Oh, yeah, you mentioned the app. That is a good idea. Um, There is a Star Wars Celebration app, and that's really good to check up on the times of panels, or you can, I think you can make a little itinerary on there. Um, And once the the show schedule is released, you can can make your itinerary. Right now, I think only the exhibitor list is out. But that's a really good handy tool to have. Oh, yeah, another thing you need to put in your backpack is a phone charger, a portable phone charger. Um, don't count on finding outlets around the convention. It ain't gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you yeah. that right now. Uh, you need to have a portable phone charger. One that will last a long time because you're gonna be taking pictures, you're gonna be on your phone, all that good stuff. Um, I think that convention center has Wi-Fi, but I can't tell you if it's reliable or not. Sure. So that's also something to keep in mind. There's a lot of good places to eat around the convention center that you can walk to if you need to get some space in the afternoon and if you just need to kind of get away from the crowds and go eat. There's a lot to choose from around there within walking distance. And I know there's also um, 
it's like a Walgreens or a CVS or something. There's a store like that not too far from the convention center that you can walk to if you need to buy snacks or water or, you know, emergency to keep your immune system up because you're going to be around a lot of people and you're going to be yeah. not getting a lot of sleep. So um, that's good to know. Uh, hopefully you have hotel plans because good luck trying to find one now. Uh, really? You're way too late in the game if you think you're going to get a hotel right now. Or anywhere near the convention center. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. But yeah, I think we've I think we've kind of covered everything. I think so. We're rather thorough. And obviously, if any of our listeners have more questions about this or have more detailed questions, you can always tweet me. My handle is Savannah underscore Kiefer, or you can email me. You can find my contact information on my blog at thedorkydiva.com. And Brian, how can people get in touch with you if they want to ask you anything? Uh, I am Jedi Brian on everything. Jedi Brian Twitter, on everything. Instagram, all of it. Yep. Jedi. So if you have any questions, you can just tweet us. That's probably the best way to get a hold yeah, of us. Yeah, I think so. Um, hopefully we answered a lot of your questions about celebration. Hopefully you're getting stoked up about it. And also I wanted to mention that I am having more dorky diva swag made actually, uh, commissioned an artist today to make some special artwork just for buttons that I'm going to hand out only at Star Wars Celebration Orlando. Yes. So if you happen to see me at the convention, you have to come say hi because I'll have stuff to give you for free. And a code um, word. And a code word. I'm going to have something to, t I'm going to tweet or Instagram some sort of code word. And the first person to find me that day and tell me the code word is going to get a special item that nobody else will get. So there's going to yes. be one special item per day. Um, I know what they're going to be, but I'm not going to announce those things until the day of. Um, yes. So that'll be fun. Kind of like a scavenger hunt. Haha, <laughs> scavenger because Ray. Yeah. I'm sure get it. Um, it should be noted that you're going to be running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First. Yes. Uh, you have to catch me. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't want to run. <laughs> but yeah, I'll have buttons and stuff to give out. And yeah, it'll be fun. I love, I love meeting people that listen to my podcast. And I'm sure Brian likes to meet people too, hopefully. Because if not, that would be weird, Brian. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's probably a bad time to tell you. Uh, <laughs> I hate meeting people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that wraps up this show. Before we go, I wanted to thank all of my Patreon subscribers that subscribe $5 a month or more. Those people are Joanna, Sherry, Aaron, Freling, Brian, Jamie, Mike, Enrique, Anthony, and Chris. Thank you to all of you for being patrons of mine. All of your uh, donations are used directly on this podcast and my website, so I really appreciate the support. And like I said earlier, if you need to find me, I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedorkydiva, Twitter and Instagram at Savannah underscore Kiefer, and my website is just thedorkydiva.com. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I'll be back next month, and Brian will be back in April, and we'll probably be talking about celebration and how great it was. So yeah. tune into that episode, and may the force be with you.